morning, listeners, with my co-host Patrick Wood. I'm Meher Lamine, welcoming you to a brand new episode of Baller 23. Baller, baller, shakala. <laughs> How are you, Patrick? I am doing well. I am doing well. We had a really, really good weekend in sports. We did have a really, so, really good weekend in sports. And, and a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to that. Yeah. But... Uh, right now, are you more of a are you more of a Derrick Rose or are you more of a Kyrie Ooh. Irving? Which space are you in? Because I mean, one is like, well, I'm getting injured, and me, I, you know, I, I gotta just need I to... gotta be a Kyrie guy. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You're a Kyrie right now. Yeah, okay. Derrick, he's unfortunate. Everyone wants the old Derrick Rose, and just unfortunately, it's not going to happen. I will be maybe not the first, but I will. I'll be the first on this show to say it that moving to New York was one of the stupidest things he did, in my opinion. Oh, God, yeah. Well, money, he got paid. He did. Well, wasn't there that whole concept of I'm going home? They all did the home thing. Wade, oh, I'm going home. Yeah. LeBron, after winning his two rings, I'm going home. Rarely works out. So, I mean, we're going home. Yeah, because either you're injured or you're ready to retire and you want to feel better about yourself. Yeah, yeah, you've already, like Dwayne Wade, yeah, you've already won. You've already won. You want to go back, give something back. And then something happens at the time where... Was it his sister or cousin, one of his family members, who got shot or harmed in some way? And yeah. so it all emotionally just all fits together. Yeah. Media gets a kick out of it. Oh, yeah. I know I'm being insensitive. But media <laughs> does get a kick out of it. Uh, so uh, I guess shame, we'll, shame. I'll get, uh, we'll get the ball rolling. And I, our topic for today is talking about Kyrie Irving demanding, and yes, demanding literally to be traded from the Cavaliers after spending six seasons there because... He doesn't want to be in LeBron's shadow anymore, and he doesn't want to play for a team that's built around LeBron. Now, his top four teams that he would personally want to go to are the Spurs, the Knicks, the Heat, or the Timberwolves. Now, looking back, a lot of the teams that you've mentioned, players that play on the Cavaliers today have been on two or more of these teams. And so it's interesting to me that they would come to Cleveland to win a ring. He was with Cleveland, won a ring, and now wants to leave because, and I believe his exact words were, he wants to play for a team where the offense is built around him. But then isn't that a contradictory statement? I don't want to play for a team that's built around you, but I want to go to a team that can be built around me. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. I mean, you just look at Kyrie, and in terms of him being the go-to guy, and he really isn't that. He is he is meant to be that secondary figure in a team for it, unfortunately. Now, this goes back to kind of like, we talk. I kind of talk about this when we're debating, like Clay Thompson wanting to be that guy. I always think, I think he's going to want to leave because he wants to be that guy. He wants to have that leadership role. And so... That's kind of what Kyrie is looking at right now in, in his game, and he's not that. He is a great player. He's really incredible, but if the team has to rely on him for the first option, I just don't think so. Like You look at the teams like San Antonio that he would go to, he would be the second option. He's always going to be with, a second. With Kawhi, and then if he goes to... I mean, even Porzingis would be maybe considered a first option. Exactly. But, but it, he's going to a team, if he's a first option, that team's probably not going to win. Right. So, so then what is he after? Because 
For he, argument's sake, he does have a ring. He thinks he can do it. And that's and, and in these athletes. But he can't. Well, that's the thing, though. The mentality of these athletes, when you are this good and you get to the level that he's at, he thinks he can and he wants to try it. And so that's his mentality. I am this good and I can do it. And until I don't do it, then you're not going to, you know, you're going to, you can't say that I can't do it. So I've. As of yesterday morning, uh, I was told that he is pretty much settled on Minnesota. And I just wonder why. Why Minnesota? And I know the easy answer may be the money piece. But I just it's just odd to me. Like, why Minnesota? Do you think that's, he would fit in well there? That's interesting. I mean, they are such an up-and-coming team. You're looking at them for the future. So he's looking at that more for the rest of his career, that he can grow with these players and develop chemistry as they get old as well. be And he would be considered kind of a leader in a way, going there, being a but little But what bit, about the behavior he's showing now? Because leadership... Well, he's trying. He is trying to be at the forefront of what he's trying to... This stems from the Cleveland management and their negativity and their disruption off. And he wants to say, look, I'm going to do this... I'm not going to be at the end of this and look back on it when LeBron, if LeBron leaves and goes somewhere and plays, I don't want to be stuck here. But, you know, I want to determine my own destiny. And you're seeing that now with these players, the Chris Pauls, the Paul Georges, Paul George coming out and saying, I want to, I'm not going to sign with you. Let me do either get something for me or you ain't getting nothing type of thing. Really, so now that's different in Kyrie's case. Kind well, it's of. really interesting because LeBron well, really. seems to be the root of all of this. LeBron, it's interesting. Uh, it You could never have told, based on press conferences, how they play. That brotherhood that was projected now seems to just be a projection because it really seems like, and the whole thing with LeBron knew all along and he leaked the trade and all of this stuff and just the negativity that Kyrie seems to be bringing forward, or the media is bringing forward with Kyrie's name towards LeBron, and then LeBron's saying how hurt he is and how disrespectful it is, and he's just in shock. It just two and two isn't coming together. No, it's when you play with LeBron, it just seems like this is the way it's going gonna, it's gonna to unfold like this for some players. LeBron is such a great player that... He basically takes over an organization when he's there. He's going to have a lot of say from the top of the management down to the players. That's just what it is. And he's going to be overbearing it sometimes. He's going to be like that Michael Jordan now where he think he's the leader now. This is me. This is my destiny. This is what's going to happen. If you don't like it, you're out of here type of thing. And so you have players that want to be with him, like enjoying him, that aren't that great. It can that, get suffocating. That, huh? Like the Mike Millers and the James Jones. But you also have players that are greater, like that can be greater. And he and so you know, and I, he, he's he's already won with him. So now he wants to see what he can do by himself. And I think what comes to mind is with what you're saying is someone like a J.R. Smith or like I've said from day one, someone like a Kenneth Fareed, who you're very good. You need that leadership. I feel like they would be really well with LeBron James. And LeBron James is so on top that it's just suffocating and very hard to be around. Whereas Kyrie is, you know, he's played with this team for six years. He's developed. He's grown definitely as a player and a person. And so he wants to move forward. It's just the negativity towards 
one like it happens to be LeBron, but even if it was towards I don't know someone else, if it was towards Clay Thompson, like it's so random because you've never seen it before, you've never heard of it before. I I just think it all stems from their management. If their GM situation, if the trades that did not happen, all these things are just kind of bubbling up. And then it's all coming out at once now. And you're seeing dissatisfaction from LeBron coming out and saying this. And it's a reality show, man. Do you think LeBron needs Kyrie? Oh, no, no. I don't think I don't think either of them need each other. I think Kyrie needs more than LeBron. Well, of course. More help to win a championship. But they don't need each other, no. Do you think Derrick Rose needs LeBron James? Because I was reading about, oh, 20 minutes ago. That it is a done deal, sealed envelope, that Derrick Rose is with Cleveland now. and Maybe the, not necessarily. He needs to be in a really, he needs to be in a great Because he's a supporting role now. He, he, he wants for the superstar, he but he's getting He needs to be in a injured. great organization. He needs to be, maybe not necessarily LeBron, but he needs to be with the San Antonio or something along those lines where agree. he can come off the bench and not, not even necessarily be a sixth man, be a seventh or eighth guy that can come in. Now, with LeBron, that five minutes that LeBron is not going to have the ball, you can give it to to Rose. LeBron doesn't have to do everything. No, he doesn't necessarily need to, but he needs to be in a really good organization because he can't control the team. He can't be the main focal point anymore. Do you think there will be more of a balance? Not a 50-50, but more of a balance with someone like Derrick Rose coming to the Cavaliers between LeBron and Derrick? I don't think so. No. Not enough. No, Not enough to make a big difference. Derrick Rose is kind of similar to LeBron James, obviously not in size and everything, but the way that – because LeBron is like a point guard. He'll take it down, and and that's like a Russell Westbrook type of player. Derrick Rose was kind of that same type where he will do – he will generate his offense and then get other people involved as well. So it'll be similar, but it won't – I don't think it will change the dynamics of how the team plays at all. Do you think that – personal dynamic of LeBron James and Kyrie Irving will be oh. one similar to Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Oh, that's a good... I can see it happening. I mean, two great players, you end up splitting apart. I can see that. I mean, Shaq, Kobe, you see it all the time. It'll probably happen, more uh-huh. so than not. I think that Cleveland will have a chance, a better chance at winning this year with the roster that they're putting together because they're one of the slower teams they're picking with, and choosing. With, Kyrie, with everyone they have right now, with Kyrie and uh, LeBron? Well, LeBron, uh, well, Kyrie would have been gone. Okay, so Kyrie. So with so Derrick Rose, Kyrie. with um, Usman, who just got traded. Oh, or, they lose Kyrie. They're, yeah, they're not going to do anything. Because Kyrie's known for that shot. They won literally because of Kyrie when they won. Yeah, they don't. Kyrie does so much. He's the closer in the team, basically. He wants, he wants to be on the free throw line. He's not scared of taking the last shot. You want Kyrie with the ball at the end. So, yes. So, him leaving, no, they're not going to do There's no chance they beat Golden State. They're, they don't beat San Antonio with it. Do you think San Antonio has a chance at winning? Oh, I do. It depends on what they do from here, and it depends on their health. And Manu Ginobili has officially signed with them and again. They have the old guys there, but they're a hell of a team. They're a hell of an organization. LaMarcus has to play a whole lot better. Depending on health, they have a chance. That's probably the fan of me saying that too, but they were up <laughs> you by do tw- like your teams. They were up by 20 points in game 1 before he got injured and they were dominating that game. So, as in past tense. Yeah.
Yeah. Unfortunate. So but we'll, we can move forward yeah. because October will come again yeah. and uh, we will get to watch. <laughs> and I'm really, yes. I mean, there's a split between this is so predictable. Why am I even watching this? And this is so exciting because I don't even know, like, players are going to teams I never thought they would go no, to. The offseason has been so much fun. And yeah. uh, when Jimmy Butler left, that was just weird to me. See how Houston's going to do this year? Yes. Because Melo wants to go there. Now. And so you don't know what the hell's going to happen. <laughs> You don't know, but what you do know is that Baller 23 comes every Monday and Wednesday to you, and you can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud, and rate us on iTunes, and follow us on social media at MSU Sport Thought. And we'll be bringing you a very special interview on Thursday, so stay tuned. Bala Bala.